No. No, they were mm. not. Okay. No, they were not. But you know what's really interesting? Like I do want to tell you a story. Okay. Uh, when I met two of the uh, folks from the OT, three of them, folks from the OTO, we yeah. met We met at um, <laughs> Candlelight Yeah. Uh, over a wine, and I was like, you know what? Tell me what you know. I just interviewed them. Tell me what you know. And the main uh, person from um, the OTO here in San Antonio, she came in with her child. But this, you know, and she's like, "Okay, we're gonna talk to Jade. Go over there on your iPad and go play." What? And I was like, "Oh, cool." You know, he was just playing on his iPad, and she started explaining to me about sex magic, yeah, and how like in um in their Egyptians worshiping Egyptians used to practice that. Is that so? The the worshiping. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> damn, that's some willful <laughs> ignorance for you. <laughs> willful ignorance. A decision in bad faith to avoid becoming informed about something so as to avoid having to make undesirable decisions that such information might prompt. Now your host, George and Kabaza. That's so funny. You said that to me once before. No, I don't think so. Raul Sanchez said it in your presence. yeah, Yeah. And you kind of just ran with it. <laughs> it's oh, the- Josh Cabaza has the most glorious cheekbones. Thank you, I appreciate it. It's a lot of fat. It's a doughy over it. So it's a punchy face. A punchy face. I love it. Are we on? Punch. Yeah, yeah. We just start whenever. We just the way I edit it is. Uh, you'll hear it. When you, you have this it. glow about you, you know. Do I really? I don't know if I like it. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> we have traveled he, he the southwest happiness. together, and yeah. so you would have a point. I see, like I see, like. Uh, uh, hope or something in your eyes now. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's love. It's I don't know if it fits you. I am, you look great. I am so. You're glowing. I'm very happy in my life right now. You can't stop smiling. Ugh. I have. I haven't had a boyfriend since the Reagan administration. Wow. wow. Jesus yeah. Christ. And was he born around the Reagan administration? <laughs> Probably. Wow. <laughs> That's there, why you're happy. I was at a witness's birth. Plucked this poor, oh, innocent soul. <laughs> yeah. It's it's been interesting because. You don't realize the confines of stand-up comedy mm-hmm. and the life that we live as stand-up comics. You don't see you, you. You can only see it from the outside, like objectively, when you get into a relationship right. with a quote-unquote normie. Normal. Oh, normie. A normie. normie. A normal we're person. Because, the, because you know we're what? Because of the compromise. Yeah, we're no. He's right. We're drifters, well, yeah. not just like in lifestyle. And I know you're like half and half because you have a family and you have kids. But yeah. it, it's <laughs> we we're drifters also in uh, philosophically and I, I I and with our ideals, you know about. But are we, or do we just not want to work a nine to five? No, never mind. You're right. <laughs> you're having to deal with the compromise now. You know. I th- I think that's I th- right. There's uh, a huge compromise. Absolutely, yeah. it's not a compromise because you want to spend time with them, <coughs> right? It's a compromise within yourself. I think as a as a comedian, as a performer, yeah. yeah, it's like how much of my artistic life is going to be affected mm-hmm. by this, and then beyond artistic, it's the business side of it. Because once you've yeah. established yourself, there's just black and white business, yep. which is you know wouldn't know happen unless part. unless you were uh, an artist. But those are two babies that you have that have to compromise with this whole other world of, of normalcy that I have been so far removed from for years and years and years. What's the uh, what's the normal sleep time now? 
Are you I have to go to bed early. Yeah. What's yeah. early though? Midnight. I'm going to tell you why. Oh, okay. Oh, I should not even be saying this. No, mm-hmm. no, say it. Because, you know, I don't go to bed to like a normal person, like 4 a.m., 5 exactly. a.m. in yeah. the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's normal. So right? how is it to be yeah. like, hey, come to bed? And you're like, oh. What Here's what's f- going on. Um, I would like to be uh, available. So like when my man gets off of work, okay, I want to be like, you know, he might have stuff to do, but I don't want to be in the middle of something that I could have done during the nine to five hours. Right. I haven't even been up, you know, yeah. at nine or ten in the morning. So you want to wash the dishes before he gets home? Yeah, we don't live together, but like, oh, okay. yes, like you know, metaphorically speaking, yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The dishes so, can be anything, but you want to like. I'm a productive person. But it, five minutes before. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. But you see, so what is that? What is that? That's time management. No, yeah. that, no, no. That's 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 speaking their language in love. So they think Whoa. if you do that type of stuff, certain people, it's things you do, not what you say. So that you, if you, if that means that person, when you do little things like that, they see it and they're like, oh, they love me. Right. So Did I, you read I do that, that in a book or no. like a, t- a YouTube tutorial. Uh, no, my wife said something about it in passing and I kind of soaked like, in a little mm-hmm. bit in. Yeah. So we don't live Wash together, but I could totally see how Fall that would be something where you don't use words. We use words a lot. We use deflection and speed bumps and yeah. humor uh-huh. to, to, to I thought you were going to say hand jobs because you're going like that. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> we the use metaphorical hand jobs. Hand jobs. And um, real ones. But like I could totally see how that's, that's a thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do it right before they get home, so you don't feel like a how, lazy piece of how shit. How fresh <laughs> is is this endeavor? Well, we were talking about this before. Um, that endeavor. This is so me. interesting. Oh my god, I can't believe we're having this conversation. Well, anyway, keep going. Wh- why is it interesting to you? Because uh, you know, I don't know. Are you man. saying he's not monogamous? He's a monogamous no, person at heart. Why would you say that? I'm just saying Jade's like <laughs> bigger <laughs> than life. This kid has known me eyes. for years and years, so I can yeah. totally see what he's like. Now, Josh and I have been in each other's lives, but like kind of like on the fringe. Yeah, like we haven't like. You know, talked and spoken. hung out and <laughs> spoken ever. Yeah, <laughs> spoken <laughs> ever. Yeah. Can I be on your show? Yeah. Okay. Thank right, you. Right. Right. That's the most. Because um, I, I feel like you're having like a really hard time wrapping your head around this. I, no, I'm like I'm happy for you and stuff, but it's like, yeah, I, I think I am. I think I'm having like this. Like, Maybe I want to ask you this: What do you think it means for my life if I like am in a relationship? I'm just know, curious like you because you, not for nothing, comedians because we're word ninjas, truth ninjas. You know, you are well. Most of us are. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you, you're going to look at me in a different way than a normal friend would because we're so truthful with each other. Yeah. So right. I'm really curious what you the think. layers are pulled off. I, I, yeah. I, f- I feel like, I, f- I feel like uh, Cupid's arrow, uh, hit you while you're running away. Or I don't not running away, but like you're running and just went wow. I'm like, oh shit, my ankle. <laughs> I gotta get to the show. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I got no lashes. <laughs> we got eyelash glue. But after a while, you're like, oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> I think I'll make it, but shit, this hurts. Ah, oh, it's my bloodstream. Hilarious. Yeah. Now he's in love. Yeah. Is that, is that, you is say that, that true? That? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, so it's that far along where you can say those words. I'm oh, love. for sure. Yeah. Wow. For okay. Me, for, for me, for me, it it is it happened. So wow. Very quick. Now, just to answer your question. Whoa. 
He saw me. In I a, wish Raul was here. Honestly, uh, no, Raul would be, would be like more all in my face. Ar- right now. Articulate because I can't. I'm speechless. This is so, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I did a one person show about the life and times of Tennessee Williams, the playwright, yeah. during like a three week run at Woodlawn Point here in San Antonio. And it was such a great script. I mean, this man's words were just like, boom, on fire. Yeah. So, you know, I was all like. I had been traveling all well, you know, you knew that El Paso went straight to London. Yep. I've been traveling all over the world. I was just tired. So when this script was presented to me, I more looked at the schedule. I was like three weeks in San Antonio. I'm down. Let's do this. And then I read the script. It happened in that order. And I was like, this is brilliant. Okay. Like what an honor. Bernard Taylor wrote this play, this guy from uh, South Africa. Long story short, uh, my boy, my now boyfriend was in the audience and he saw the show and, you know, <laughs> are you like, no, we all know oh, what it's shit. like to date like someone who saw us on stage. So no, that's never. But you weird. killed. That's I've never dated anybody that saw me on stage. You pl- like not necessarily like in stand up, but you killed <laughs> the part. I know, right? Yeah, you yeah, saw yeah, that yeah, look yeah, I was yeah. giving you like, it's not, different it's in not theater. stand up, you but, really kill, but, but like, you nailed it. I felt like really in tune with this role. I, I mean, know. when it was done. I, I felt artistically like, no, I can be so much better. I want to really become Tennessee Williams more. I can do this. I can get those laughs. I can nail those lines in a really artistic way. And I think while that was happening, somebody yeah. came to see the show who hit me up on Messenger like months later. See? And it changed my life. Wait, he hit you up on Messenger? Yeah. By Messenger, sure. do you mean Tinder? No. Okay. Uh, I've never been that person. But the Prada Enchilada probably should say that. Oh, he is. shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm That's very good at not getting anybody in trouble, you know, for past things. Oh, so it's this guy the. Keeps yeah, I just. So, burst, what do you mean, Jay's not. Stuff, uh, uh, like, what do you mean, Jay's not capable of, uh, like, a monogamy? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I know. Why that's like that right shit? out of the gate. That's his Jesus opener. <laughs> should I edit that? Should I edit that? <laughs> yeah, you definitely should. Oh, okay. You definitely should. Anyway, so, anyway. like, it's, uh, it happened uh, <laughs> in April. And uh, he's just brilliant. He's like oh, insanely year. brilliant. Wow, okay. And then, uh, and then, it's you know, we just today we, we had a great dinner at Kona Grill over at La Cantera. Uh-huh. And we, I love spending time with him. He's absolutely like the smartest guy I've ever met. He's brilliant, mm. uh, he's hilarious. He's just the right kind of mean too. He, yes, he's from Oklahoma. <laughs> oh shit, I saw that. <laughs> he's from Oklahoma, <laughs> yes. so he's like he's got that country thing going. Okay, he's a white dude. He's a white dude. Yes. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> And so, traitor. stop it, a traitor! I know. Traitor. Hey, what what is a uh, uh, Raymond Orta said? Hey, I, I I won or what is it? I succeeded in life. <laughs> trophy or something. I, I don't know. That's what happens with white, white. You yeah. White. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my wife looks white. So. Oh, good for you. It's good for you. Well, thank you. Yeah, on the yeah. exterior, you're very but, successful. But my mom's still happy because she's not. So, I mean, I don't right, think she would have really cared, but. She, she probably would have if she's yeah. from yeah. So anyway, that's what's going on with me personally. It's wow. been a really good, it's been a really good. So thing. it was like that. This 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 person was like, I want that on stage, the one pretty one on stage. Everybody's looking. It I was a that. one person show, so and you then, didn't have a choice. And then shot <laughs> you with that 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 bow, right? That I, arrow. I I on, I remember from Messenger. I, I remember you know in, in my one wow. person shows, I try to say goodbye to everybody. Yeah. You know, like thank you for coming to the show. So you remembered him. I, a little bit, okay. a little bit, uh, but because there, there were a lot of people, you know, over the course of the run, um, 
but but so I sort of met him. And you know what was really interesting? Mm-hmm. Um, this I you also met his ex boyfriend too, right? At the time I may have because oh. I don't remember. But here's the thing. Bye, Becky. I no. remember. <laughs> I remember having this conversation with him because when we were talking on Messenger and then we started talking on the phone, I realized that he was talking to me very early on with a certain kind of understanding of my personality and intimacy Mm -hmm. in a way that I went, hold on, you spent two and a half hours watching me, experiencing me. I did not have that with you. So there was like a lot of people, I think, when they come to see a show and they get to meet a performer afterwards, you know how they come up and they feel like they know you. They're like, oh, my gosh, George Anthony, I totally get what you mean. You said that right for me. And like you've never seen that before (laughs) in 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 your life. Right. They wanted to hang out with you and take you out and all this shit. Right. And so there was a lot of like I know it's it's for show business people. It's kind of like uh, weird, you know, when you meet someone who saw you in a show but there was like kind of like a balancing that needed to happen i feel in our relationship of him getting to know the real me which is not that glitter and glam and yeah yeah and i'm really glad he didn't see one of my stand-up comedy shows because i would never been able to explain that (laughs) (laughs) well until much later though you told me he said he saw he did he came to mcallen to see a show are are you sure you didn't see are you sure he didn't look you up like your youtube or google you or no he has since he has but not before he before he messaged you, I'm saying. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I mean I, I could ask him, but he said he'd recently saw me. I was like, Oh man. I asked I wish you had done that. <laughs> just saying if I was it's a podcast. Listen. Listen, is that a creepy thing to do? Because I figured if listen, I was single trust and I like somebody, yeah. I'd Google them. Much, well, you now you can. Guy? No, well now you can. Yeah. Especially with somebody I saw on stage, I want. I'm a fan first. Right. There's. N- I, I'm not thinking like, oh yeah, we're gonna date. I'm just thinking like, I'm a fan first. I like you. You look them up. Then add it to the blue. Let me message you, and then they message you back. That's gotta be exciting. Am I painting well, a different picture? Well, you know, a lot now? of people message me after they've seen the show. The 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 thing that was different about about Ken. Ken is, Ken is his name. Oh, no. He, well um, Ken Doll. He's up, my Ken? Ken Doll. I love Ken, Doll. Ken. Is that the conversation we started having, I realized really early on mm-hmm. that he was like J.Y. Cotton brilliant. Like saying things that like, whoa, like super like evolved thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. that made me go, what's your name again? Oh, you know, wow. like yeah, yeah. like you would, you know, meeting someone on the way out and they say something really profound about yeah. something you said on stage and you're like, wait a minute, There's what's your insight. name again? Yeah, that yeah. that thing that we all do as comedians. Yeah. If someone is really that interesting who is in the audience, we all do that. Wait, yeah. tell me your name again because you're actually out of the whole bunch. Yeah. I want to hear what you said. Interesting. Say. Yeah. 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 And we meet a lot of uninteresting people. That's why it stands out. Well, that's why they don't c- even act like that's never happened to no, you. No, that's George why Anthony. they c- they come no. to a comedy shows because it's like if they can make themselves last all the time, they would. So I try like, to leave immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah, he doesn't want to shake hands or, or just fucking stay in a green room or something. Just on your phone, on. clicking away I on just, Tinder. I can't do it. Yeah, I go say hi to people, but I'm awkward with the because at the end of the conversation, I'll be like, "Well, thank you," and then I'll just like start walking away, and they'll be like, "Oh, okay, that was like mid conversation." So I'm selling like I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's like sorry. So I'm selling. Merch I'll give you a minute, but <laughs> yeah, I gotta go. I'm selling. Are you buying a T-shirt or not? Jesus, why am I even selling merch? <laughs> I don't oh. even have any merch. I'm just saying hello to people. 
and being like, yeah, look up my Instagram or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Wow, you're dating an audience member. Yuck. I well, I wow. yeah, I understand. I with never that, thought. I, know, I didn't like, put it in that that's perspective. That's so backstage, like culture. Whoa. It's it's like breaking the first this commandment. This guy must be like handling it. You he know is I mean? amazing. He is like the most amazing person I've ever met, and I am so like excited. Every day Does to he just still like go to all your to stuff. Uh, what do you mean, still go to all my stuff? Like, like he like has all your he been plays, to all your stand um, up? All I think your the perfect mix is like supportive but non-supportive. You know, what I mean? like, like I'll go I, to the I absolutely ones. agree with you because he is like that. He's yeah. supportive, but like my he doesn't feel the need to go to go all do my your shows. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, so it's co- it's like yeah. a really different yeah. época in mi vida. I was saying the same thing he said, but I wore it, I wore it horribly. So that's your style. Yeah, very abrasive. <laughs> so uh, yeah. What do, you, what do you got going on here? I, I have yeah. So I got on. some stuff written down that I'm supposed to promote, and I'm really excited about it. So I did a show with Joe Joan Riviera. Um, Whoa, I haven't heard that name forever. I know Joan Riviera and I did a show she with uh, guts, by the way, Nick anyway. Charles. Why does she hate your guts? <laughs> I'm just joking. Keep going. No, I, w- I want the unedited version of this. <laughs> yeah. No, I just go ahead. Why does she hate you? Did you say Nothing. something like What'd like anti LGBTQ? I got Hollywood oh. or some shit. Oh, no, yeah, of course yeah. I won't ever say shit like that. No, it's funny when you do. Yeah, right. Uh, no, I just a long, long time ago. <laughs> She wanted me to do a show for like whatever, and I was like, okay, cool. Um, what's how much is the time? How, what's the pay like? And uh, uh, if you could uh, email me something or check my website or some nonsense, I said. <laughs> and she was like, Ugh. you know, she was over you. Yeah. And then she yeah. called me, and I went to the show and got paid thirty bucks <laughs> yeah. for two hours set. For no, two hours set. Nah, it was twenty two minutes. Set, but it was twenty. Where was it? It was that saloon in a men's restroom. What's in the park. that? You know what's yeah. weird? Nah, you yeah. are not safe in a place like that. You have that baby face going on. They pay attention at least. I just want them to pay attention. <laughs> right. And then I say horrible stuff, and they're like, "Oh my god, is he playing or is he not playing?" Right. So. I have to go over there and act straight or something because playing for a gay audience for me, yeah. I have to totally like. You know, I'm gay. They're gay. They yeah. get it. It's not interesting. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, so I have to either totally up my game yeah. or totally like downplay it, it. I feel like I get a pass because I'm like, I'm a stay at home dad. You and absolutely here's some ignorant shit. I'm going to say, <laughs> yes, you absolutely get a pass. That's why I work so well with like mostly straight audiences, because it's I get a free pass. Mm. They're like, oh, my sister's gay. My cousin's gay. I'm like, oh, this is going to be they easy always have a relative. That's so what do you yeah. what do you think the difference is between uh, so I'll, and, and we'll get to your to your. To my uh, Moscow yeah. mule in a moment. Yeah, and in, in, in just a second. But what would you say the difference is between an all gay audience, for like LGBTQRS, versus <laughs> uh, the same corny joke everybody says? I know, right? <laughs> no, but you know, I don't even he's know. He's a professional, though. It's different when oh, he says when he it. Says What's it? Q? Q's queer. Queer, yeah. yeah. B is what? Bisexual. Bisexual, Bisexual shit. Tra- T is transgendered uh, or transsexual. Transgender. Transgendered. Mm-hmm. Um, Z. They know Z. Zims. No, Zims is a word. There's there's Zims. There's like Zers. No, in Canada there was like thirty one or thirty two different genders. So what's uh, what's the difference between to, yeah. queer and gay? Oh man. Is it is it really that <laughs> Okay, no. Is it really queer, that big gay, of a difference? Okay, no, no, I do I do have an answer for this. L-G-T-T. As I understand it. Q. Gay is like, you know, I'm going You're down on you right now a during man. a podcast. Oh, shit. Oh, and queer, stay tuned. <laughs> queer is the uh, culture of 
queerness. So there's a lot of straight people in Austin in particular who will identify as queer. And what they mean by that, as I understand, okay. is that they embrace the culture. They'll go to gay pride with their kid and the guy will be with his wife. And we're queer because they're like embracing the queer culture. Oh. It's almost like you can identify as queer as I understand. That's how I would define it as, um, does that mean you have to have an effeminate voice to be queer too? Because <laughs> if you're adopting the culture, well, that that all adopting like is that. a great verb. Yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> is that the wrong thing? I, no, willful no, no, no. ignorance. I can Will, say that. I mean, that's what this podcast about. is all about. Will See, I thought ignorant. I thought queer, and this is like serious talk right now. I thought queer was. I thought gay was like, hey, I'll do some gay shit. Queer was. I thought queer was like, hey, do some gay shit to me, but I don't want to <laughs> do it to you. Type thing. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would really like to know more about the background of that. <laughs> no, I philosophy. just I thought I thought that I don't know why it, ideology. Where it came from. Like um, well, okay. Like, much listen, I'm not much gonna like other dick. words that dick. I won't cool. say because I don't want to get into trouble. Okay, you queer, can get into trouble. Queer was like even yes, you have to walk uh, on eggshells. Really, like nobody has to walk on eggshells more than I do these wow, days. Wow. Because why? I'm a smack talking gay guy guy being like the worst thing you can be in 2018 <laughs> yeah. you know even as a latino e even n even as a gay latino like i can still get like oh male privilege latino privilege you're a harm to yeah. women aren't you <laughs> what but you're, you're a, a harm, harm to, to women, women. <laughs> that's yeah. a new thing See, but here's the thing you're a harm do you to care women. um you know what uh, he's on a different level than what we are. That's all true. Right? That's probably why. What 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 kind of level am I on? It's you different know, from you like guys. Uh, like at the end of the day, we're all like people glitter on a political. Mic. Uh, I don't know. I'm you know like you, what about you, my you, glitter political? Don't be talking smack no, about I, my I glitter read, political. You know, I read it and shit, and uh, you okay. he reads it and then he pretends he doesn't read it. No, I, I don't even know what you're doing, Jade, and he's all reading my. You shit. have a blog. I ha I have a column. It's a column. Ah. I have a column uh, on the at the San Antonio Current. See how fucking uh. organic that was. You're okay. very organic. He's not looking at my list. <laughs> I have a column called Glitter Political, and I interview politicians and uh, so social activists, political activists. And what I do is I sit down with them. It's very like a red carpet kind of Vanity Fair style interview, mm. and I like to get to the heart of like who they are and what they're all about. I just kind of like just get to know them because I feel. Especially, especially in this day and age, that so many people deci decide right or left, yeah, no in between, yep, and we forget people that there's tribal. a lot. Of, exactly, tribalism is a big thing. We forget that there's a lot of good people who are Republican, and there's a lot of shitty people who are Democrats. You can't say that. And there are a lot of crazy people who are progressives, but also good people who are who want something for the future. Their heart is in it, um, but what we're just seeing are political parties, and we don't see people. Yeah. And I think my my goal wow. is what I'm striving for in my column is so that people get a chance to see the human, the person, uh, the 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 things that might that they might relate to. Right. You know, when they read it. So and you're br building a bridge. I would like to think that I'm trying to do that uh, when I write. But I have a great passion for the study of human behavior. That's why I teach my acting classes when I get an opportunity to. Um, I don't see my glitter political column and my interviewing these very um, interesting people as any different from teaching an acting class because it's all study of human behavior. And, right. of course, stand-up comedy yeah. is also that. So I feel like all of my life's work, there's a connectivity in my interest in how human beings 
uh, communicate, yeah. behave, and in this digital age, how we're evolving. Yeah, because Facebook is like that new communication. So it's I think that's changing the way we think. Yeah, because you have now older people who are in their 50s, 60s, 70s <laughs> are on Facebook, and they're going to be talking to 18-year-old, or they put something on a blog or whatever, and that's why all this fighting is happening. Cause you so got how do you how do you they are they are digital immigrants, and Ooh. the newbie the newbies are digital na the, uh, natives natives because like uh, yeah because there's this wonderful generation. I have this idea, I have this philosophy that one day the internet's gonna go away for a little while, yeah. and the people our age, that the crossover, this kind of like. We're half 20th century, half 21st century. We, in our heads, are the only ones in the future, I think. This is very sci-fi kind Ooh, of thing. I like this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we are the only generation that's going to remember how to be human. Because the, 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 the march of the digital age is, is just going so fast. Technology is moving so fast that people who are born right now, tonight, and onward, might have a very dangerous disconnectivity to yeah. to other humans. Yeah. And and as so. long as we're alive, we will remember the Jeffersons, all yeah. in the family, oh, a phone call. Yep. Uh, you know, because we don't even do phone House calls phone. anymore. No, people, Jesus. if you, yeah, yeah, if you call someone, they're like, what are you, 30? Like, don't, why are you calling me? <laughs> like, you're supposed to text <laughs> Well, people. folks, you heard exactly. it here, Jade 2020. Uh, he has, uh, <laughs> <As mine>. he's, <laughs> he's bridging relationships between uh, people. He has a plan for Armageddon. Uh Anyway, check me out. Yeah. So you don't think the singularity is going to happen where technology like surpasses the intelligence of humanity and then we got to merge with them, basically becoming cyborgs. You think at one point either what? are you saying the Internet I, is going to stop or technology I think there's advancing? going to be something that happens. It's inevitable. Something is going to happen because, you know, uh, politics has a funny way. And you've seen this throughout history. You see it in Europe a lot. You have to pay to go to the bathroom yeah, in most countries in yeah. Europe. You have to pay. You don't get free water in a no, lot of no. like yeah. water and going to the bathroom and mm. ketchup. I, I once. Yeah. Good luck with ketchup. There's mayonnaise on your fries or nothing at all. Yeah. I, I go there sometimes and I think Europe knows how to bring the people down to their knees yep. by taking out two very basic things and making it easy like what yeah. we have yeah. and i think that in the future what is this i mean we imagine what it'd be like to not have your phone for like 30 minutes that's already a crazy yeah. like stressful situation for us yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy well, it's of all the different apps and social media things and but w isn't it just a perfect thing to take away from the people if you want them to do something or need not do to something? have in America, there needs to be something for that to be done. Like, so somebody has to attack us, or, or attack us, or something like that. To, to the second I, one, I think, I, I think the that would happen or will happen if uh, the deep state decides to do Internet 2.0, which is just that like they have all that control over it, like China does. Yeah, China actually implements a great example implementing a rating system 
on their social media. Mm. So, like, if you jaywalk or whatever, your points go down. If your points go down low enough, you can't get a loan. It's like Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. It is. It's like Black Mirror. It is like that. I I've tell everyone, everyone who's listening right now on this podcast, go watch, is it Nosedive? Nosedive is the episode on Black Mirror because I believe that is the very near future. I think they nailed it that in the future, uh, we're policing ourselves just like they did I'm back in Nazi. i like 2040. No. 20, 2025. You think so? 2025. So. We are policing ourselves. Someone we don't even know is going to go, you know what? I don't like Abaza. I'm going to give him like a 1.2. Oh, yeah. I would definitely have like And a then like, boom. Like, you're like personal yelp. No, but is I would go want down. to have the lowest score possible to be like, fuck your system. I don't, I'm not doing that. Yeah, this. but that'll be for fucking losers, though. Dude. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to be on that shit. Well, no. Eh, eh, right? Well, no. Why would they, you care no, no. people rate It's because you. their system. Okay, I want to go to a restaurant. How right. do I pay for it? I pay for right. it through this app. Right. It has it's my Facebook, my dry cleaning. I pay everything on this. I pay restaurants. It's my PayPal. So take the belief it's of all value that to the limit to that one app, and that's on there too now. So wow. they use it for everything. So they right. made them use it because they introduced technology really fast Who's to they? them. Right. The Chinese government oh, okay. introduced China to to China. Uh, all that really fast. Right. This is what I I I think though. Um, well, no, that's a different subject. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm I'm listening. I'm I'm down with you. I I think that you heard it here, folks. <laughs> gay <I> conspiracies. <laughs> <laughs> gay, gay conspiracies with Jay. That's I, I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I heard just they're think fucking each other over there. <laughs> Who? The Chinese. <laughs> they can't have. They cannot have any more babies. Exactly. Well, no. They they put it up to a two a two child policy. They have to. The old people got nobody to watch over them. They're selling more <laughs> adult diapers than they are baby diapers nice. of course there's so many people there and then Nobody's they have 30 percent more men than they do women so you got culture. all these single dudes who are fussed or have nothing to do so they're like they're building an army is what i think the hell they're doing <laughs> you got the 30 percent of culture dudes. set them to costa rica you, you're supposed to take army. care of your your uh your your elder like your parents like you can't put them in a home is it like you that though it's yeah. they have a problem now yeah, yeah they do they have a huge problem Oof. Well, they had they put had to put up to two because because of that it was just being all, all, but people are still only having one kid because that was the culture that was taught for generations. We're gonna edit right. all this out or what's up? Right. No, I was gonna leave all okay. this in. Why would I edit no. that out? I don't know. I think here's here's something for you. I think Fine. that uh, Texas and people are gonna get mad. I think it's gonna become democratic state again, and the reason I think that again. Yeah, yeah, it was Democrat before, and they changed in the '60s, and they oh became wow. Republican because it was a whole, whole thing. Anyway, so um, have you ever heard of the Hyperloop that's coming out? Mm -mm. It's supposed to bridge uh, Dallas down to uh, Austin, oh, San Antonio, then San Antonio idea. to Houston, and then from San An San Antonio is the center point, and San Antonio to Laredo because those are the main ports: Laredo, Houston. I wish they would do one to El Paso, girl. And they're yeah, not gonna. They, they, nice. No, it's because nine hours that way. Yeah, yeah. start building now. <laughs> the, uh, How are we gonna get to the comedy club on time? It, right, <laughs> but from Laredo to Dallas in under an hour. That's amazing. San Francisco to Los Angeles, they're doing something like that as well. Hmm. So they they want Texas to be the first from state to super city. Who's doing that? Uh, Elon, M Elon Musk is part of it, I believe, but it's uh, no, it's not Abbott. It's uh, is Abbott okay with that? <laughs> I doubt it because it would kill everything. It would kill. I mean, even to the little stores, Bucky's. Who's gonna? I mean, I mean, you can take this Hyperloop to work. <sighs> He's got a point. So I think because of I that, vote for Bucky's. The hell is the, a Hyperloop so, anyway? So I want Bucky's. Who cares? We want Bucky's. It's like a train, but it goes like 700 miles an hour. And yeah. so it's just it's inside. There's like that. no air We've been friction. Needing something like that for like and it go, but the, six that's, months. But because <laughs> what's going to do, it's going to draw everybody into Laredo. 
It's going to kill the valley. It's going to draw everyone into San Antonio, into Austin, into Dallas. So you can have super cities. So if it's more urban, it becomes more liberal because you're like more social, uh, more socialist. Because you're like, nah, that dude I live next to does versus rural right now where the way it is. We're all so separate. We're like, no, I want to have these guns because I'm out here by myself. Yo, but let me say this. When it becomes more rural in certain districts, you're going to empower the Republican Party to to get uh, more uh, congressional representation if they are really ostracized and just unless really they get right. rid of ma- uh, the gender what is it called gender mandarin oh gerrymandering Jerry mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't think we have to worry about that until we see a sign from the taco gods though what he's he's reading my list oh <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to move on and try to go <laughs> suck about it and I'm and like oh my god you're, go, you're going to reverse <laughs> that's so funny that you say that because that's the name of my new one person show oh okay wow oh. So well, I gave you the name. Great. That's awesome. Thank you for coining that <laughs> phrase for me. Um, so, okay. So it's kind of weird. You know, uh, you, how long have I known you? I don't know. Six years. Long time. Long time. 20 years. And I know you for like what? A couple of days? Yeah. <laughs> same, the same just on and off. Not in the biblical sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I used to live in New York. I was moving to LA and because I wanted to be close to my family, I came actually just for a little while. I was going to move uh, to LA permanently and I ended up staying because I was like, I want to be close to my family. That's just a thing. It's not even negotiable anymore. Yeah. And so that's a very Latino thing. I know some other cultures don't understand that. Not the Chinese though. But yeah. Chinese <laughs> are like, no, <laughs> move out. Um, so I, divers. I, <laughs> I, um, everywhere that I've gone, Australia, you know, the, the Europe and Africa and all that. Croatia. I, yeah. I've always felt, yeah, Croatia was awesome. I've always felt that my heart leads me back to San Antonio and not in a way that's like, you know, kind of like, oh, I'm coming back here to like die. You yeah. know, it's not that. It's more like a, I'll always have, uh, like my grandmother in my heart, you know, you know, wow. th- the culture that we have. I yeah. mean, we might be talking English and all that, but there's a very Latino vibe going on between us because it's our culture. But we're for everybody. <laughs> Not uh, really. Simone Not really. Bro. More for <laughs> Latinos. I know. The last podcast, both him and Raul kept doing that. Doing I know, what? bro. I'm like, God damn. Yeah, white That's people hate course. that. You got to pull yeah. back on that stuff a little bit. Anyway, so I ca- I'm writing a, me- a, a book of memoirs called A Sign from the taco gods and that's me kind mm-hmm. of like going through my life going everything keeps po- my compass was always home no matter was that where where i was in the world and the guadalupe theater actually uh mark riojas is okay. a part of this project and jo- wow, okay. joel settles yeah, joel settles, yeah. Uh, they have this thing called the i believe it's called teatro salon and it's uh puros solos it's okay. called and there's four performers and they asked me to do something new and i thought why not get some of this uh, written material that I have and put it in a, f- a for, uh, format that I'm very comfortable with, which is the one-man show yeah. uh, format, uh, and start to develop it. So this is the first time I'm doing like a 30-minute a representation of what I've been writing yeah. about my life. So I'm calling it a sign from the taco gods. That is on <laughs> July 27th for me. And the very next night, I'm returning to our favorite... Mexican restaurant forward slash comedy club Las Chiladas on July 28th with Nick Charles. Nick Charles knows how to to promote (laughs) the mailman. He Uh. knows how to deliver the comedy mail to San Antonio. 
That guy can fill a room. I don't know how he does it. He knows people. He knows like the and and it's so my demographic. There are people who like <laughs> laugh at my jokes. Yeah. You know it's really but who was I talking to <laughs> yesterday? You're gonna I was talking fall. to Roman Garcia the no, other day. Roman Garcia came to an event of mine and uh, he goes, "Oh, I'm doing this show I'm and I'm doing it with this person. I won't say the person's name." And I go, "Why don't why not? You don't like Because I don't remember first of all, oh, but okay. I won't don't want to call this person out. Well, burn. No, listen to what I'm saying. Nobody remember you. You nobody. Let's say you know let's who say you the are. person's name is like like Lance. Monica or okay. something. That's a girl. Yeah, she go he goes, "Yeah, this I'm doing this Woman. show with this this girl Monica. She's a comedian." And I said, "Oh." And he said, but she's funny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I said, that is hilarious because in comedy, is that not true? Just because you're a comedian doesn't mean you're funny. That's the first thing they always ask. Are you funny? Right. What are you supposed to say? No, no, Who's they? Who's asking? They. People, people who ask, like, what do you do? The people right. after the show? They no, might date not, you. You need uh, to be careful. Not, not after the show. Not after <laughs> people <laughs> after the show ask you, hey, so did you go up tonight or what's up? No. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. No. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. I didn't see you go up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, God, you guys are crazy. No, they they well people be like, well, what do you do? And then somebody be like, oh, he does he does stand up. And the first thing they always, oh, are you funny? Why is that the first question? Are you funny? You just do that or tell me a joke. Are you funny? Tell me a joke. Who is it? Michelle Ballin has this the comedian. Uh, she used to be on Last Comic Standing, or she was on Last Comic Standing. She has this. She, she says the same thing. She's uh, like, you know, people come up to me all the time and they say, "Oh," she goes, "I'm a comedian." They go, "Oh, what kind of comedy do you do?" And she goes, "Dramatic." <laughs> 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 it's true. We get a lot of crazy questions, but within the comedy community. It is a is it's a very likely thing that someone say, oh, so and so is a comedian, but they're funny. Oh, yeah. like it's a secondary kind of like identification of the person we're talking about. Like, no, no, no. Like they're good type of thing. Like, and you're like, yeah. oh, OK, like, like they're one of us. You know, they're not, right. Mm. They're not not funny. They're hilarious. Yeah. 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 You, and if they're not funny, we say, well, you know, they've been doing open mics for a while. I don't know. How do you identify someone who's not funny? That's exactly I what I said. I don't know anybody who's not funny. So uh, I'm not even going to say I know anybody that's not funny. Everybody I know is hilarious, and I would never say anything. Well, hold on. No, there, I know there are people who are not funny, in my opinion, but, but can fill a room. Or, oh. yeah, okay. or can make people laugh. Yeah. I have been at shows. Are we still shows. talking about Nick Charles? <laughs> no. Yeah. I Sick have been burn. at shows where, like, I am watching the show and I'm not laughing at one bit of material that's right. on stage, but people are dying. But do you think that's because mm. you're a comedy snob? I don't think it's a comedy snob. I think I have a certain kind of humor. And when I see the cookies being put on the bottom shelf, I, it's not, I realize that's not the comedy for me. Right. You yeah. know, some people like twerk, twerking rap. <laughs> some people like opera. Yes. Some people like rock and roll. Right. Some people, you know. Some people like Tejano music. Tejano music. There you go. See, white people have Tejano music in your face. Like a system (laughs) of a down, I guess. (laughs) You know, but it's all all about your taste, I guess, after a while. It really is. Am I holding the mic too close? No, I turned it down. It's fine. Okay. You're good. Sorry, I get that a lot. No, it's good. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, that's what's (laughs) happening on July 27th. uh, And then Las Chiladas on July 28th. Glitter Political in the San Antonio Current comes out every two weeks. Mm -hmm. I just uh, covered Graciela Sanchez from the uh, Esperanza. I did uh, Gina Ortiz Jones, who uh, she uh, is running for um, 
Congress. Yeah, she's and, running uh, for Congress. Mm-hmm. She won the Democratic nomination from. Uh, she's a veteran too. She, she, she's yeah, a veteran. Uh, Air yeah. Force intelligence. Her, yeah. Her, her, yeah. Yes, dude. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting because like once I, I get uh, to know with, I get to sit down with them and I get to know them. Yeah. It's like I was with them for two hours. I know a lot about these right, people right. after I'm done. So it's really interesting. It's helped me understand a lot of what. Uh, either politicians who are in office or candidates who are running for office where their head is yeah. uh, because there's a lot of times that a they're being a fed lines or whatever and it's yes. like alright this and is what I gotta say if I know if I've seen like lots of interviews and yeah. I'm like I even said it to Gene Ortiz Jones I was like I've heard you say that a lot what yeah. does that mean like you know and I'll come Ooh. back no it's 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 I think it's in this day and age it's absolutely fair to ask more questions follow-up questions because that's my job when i'm you know extracting is that harder if you like somebody like bias can be dangerous Mm. because i don't want to offend you versus if you don't like them like i'm gonna ask you this straight up i have absolutely been there like uh senator uresti who just you know he's 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 gonna do some time uh he's a great example of someone who when i met him i genuinely liked him Mm -hmm. you know he's like he loves the godfather i remember that yeah he had like pictures of the godfather in his office and he's he's going to jail right no but i thought that that of course that's a little ironic but i remember you know, <laughs> I don't know how I got caught. <laughs> right. But like, I actually genuinely like him, you know, as a person, you know, I think, you know, what's really interesting. I think that and t- I'd be interested to hear what you guys have to say about this. I think you can have like uh, a mental or intellectual understanding of someone. And I think you can have like a spiritual loyalty to someone so like no matter what they did you'd still kind of go yeah but that's my boy or or i totally i totally get that person Mm -hmm. and so like the whole world is out to get this one person for whatever it is they did in your mind and in your heart you're kind of like yeah but if they needed a place to crash i'd be cool with like you know i don't know it depends on what it is it depends on what it is but i do i do find in my life that when you bring up like bias i think of the idea that sometimes we understand someone yeah. we kind of sometimes at least think we understand why they would have done something wrong yeah. Yeah. you know i know well i don't i don't mean I like i think i think that's the comic in you tell me why you think that because uh as a as a as a comic yeah of what we are here and now and therefore right. have not yeah um we have to see bo- both sides of the story. We have to see different perspectives. You have always been very angles. good at that. You have always been very good at that. You have to I must see admit. different angles. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's well, as, as an artist, you know, we kind of, we, we see both black and the white and the purples and everything. Why well, has it always got to be black that you bring out? <laughs> 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 we see the whole rainbow spectrum. Is that better? The whole oh, rainbow. That's <laughs> about the case. It's the always about the case. <laughs> it is always we about see, the case. But no, but seriously though, like as a comic, like, I, 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 Sometimes I'll root for the ba- battle of the sketches is back this July 25th at the Alamo Draft House, North Park location. Come check out 15 different sketch groups. Go head to head with 25 different sketches to see who is the funniest sketch in the entire universe. Winner wins $100. Tickets on sale right now at FMCW Studios. You can get them on Eventbrite. $10 per ticket. There is no refunds for any tickets. We do not laugh. It's not our fault. Come check out the show. And now back to Willful Ignorance. 
guy, you know, yeah. or sometimes I've seen you do it. Yeah, exactly. On stage. Because you're the bad guy. Sometimes. No, no. <laughs> and sometimes he I did. am. He was a feature for me in El Paso. Oh, he said he murdered. And he, yeah, uh, yeah. he murdered. He did yeah. completely different material good. after every every show. After every, every show. But like he go over <laughs> and run his ah, across. Went over. <laughs> when we were crossing, I'd time. be like, I'd be like, uh, I really enjoyed your HBO college. Fucking <laughs> 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 dick, right? No, you get off the stage, no, asshole. No, I didn't even go over though. I was right on time. We started late. Say, and no, don't no. cut this. No, we started don't late. Cut this. I'm not cutting this. You know what no, he did to me? We started late. <laughs> no, no. I recorded. Jay thought it was you went in 15 minutes over. Like, no, I didn't. We started I recorded late. my album here, and this dude went did the same thing 15 minutes over. Yeah. No, no way. I said, I really did on the third the show. HBO comedy no special. That's hilarious. That's I said it bullshit. twice so that in case you cut out the no, first No, no, I won't cut it out. That is such bullshit, dude. <laughs> anyway, back mad. to what we were talking about. I don't I know. I, comic, I don't know you. why you told me to wear a jacket. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're both dressed like shit. I know. I don't put me in this. No, you. you look like a bum. What are you nah, talking about? Nah, not as bad as you. Not as bad as me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> You're like a beach bum. I don't know Without what we're a beach. About. Okay, so this is where it gets super interesting. Okay. So, you know, I, I've been working in burlesque for a really long time. <laughs> I've been doing the comedy in between. I started doing burlesque myself in 2014. What? Yes. Yes. Thank you. You whore. I no, know. In 2014, <laughs> I started doing burlesque. I, you know what? You for know college, me? though. No, man. let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You know how when you first do comedy, you do, you want the least amount of people to see you uh-huh. no, fall invited, flat on your face. I invited yeah. everybody out. Yeah, well, that's you because yeah. you got kids. I understand that. That's before well, kids. Well, I I went to San Francisco to do a show uh, far away from Texas. Okay. And uh, I really enjoyed it. And then I came and did a Corpus Christi show. That's a <laughs> great place to open out of town. And then I started doing more and more of it. And at the Overtime Theater, which is kind of like my home theater where I do a lot of my new shows, we have started a new burlesque troupe called the Powder Room Peelers. The Powder Room Peelers. And we're going to do our third show on August 10th. It's our back-to-school 80s edition show. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like a late-night show. So, so okay. not George, for the kids. you can come out. Oh, definitely not. It's it's striptease. So it's we my, got my kids it's are mature. It's tasteful. <laughs> <laughs> They're very mature They're very for their mature. age. Yeah. Tassel, tassels. Yeah. They like so Seinfeld. Yeah, tassels, exactly. Yeah. So uh, that's happening. I'm really excited about that. Okay. I just finished. Okay, so you know I do one-person shows. Yes. I've written one-person shows like for a really long time. I did my 21st one-person show at the end of June. It was okay. called Magic with a K. Yeah. An Evening with Aleister Crowley. So that was really interesting because I really I've always had an interest in in, um, in like theology yeah. and in religions. And of course, you're going to come up. Uh, he, this guy's going to come up, Aleister Crowley. You know, he he really promoted the idea of free will, you know, do what you want to, you know, no matter what. Do what thou wilt. Yeah. Shall be the whole of the law. That's, that's so you know what's up. That's the this part he's, is brought to you touched. by the Illuminati. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that was a great. I'm, I'm gonna keep zooming in on that one. You laughing in the camera, be like, brought to you by the Illuminati. <laughs> I know, <laughs> like a maniacal. <laughs> like, no, that was a great experience. That was I. I opened it up. I, I had a lot of um, uh, help yeah. and guidance from the local pagan community. So that was really cool. The OTO. Um, uh, folks helped me out community. a lot. Yeah, yeah, it was really awesome. Stop doing all this, doing all this stuff. Um, so that happened like at the end of uh, June. Yeah, and I'm super, super excited to say this is the last thing I'm going to talk about. On August 10th, which is the same night, we're going to have the back to school thing. 
uh, but the main the main stage show <laughs> on August 10th is Porn in the USA. Okay. Porn in the USA. Mm-hmm. So what this is is last year I went to the uh, AVN Awards, which is basically the Porn oh Awards, yeah. and uh, for the adult entertainment industry. Never I heard of it. I hope it's the adult entertainment. <laughs> 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 These kids are very <laughs> mature, though. <laughs> Pediatric entertainment. <laughs> anyway. So what happened was. What ha- happened was, you know, being the glitter political person that I am, I went around during like the business expo and, you know, during the whole week. I was there for the whole week and I was like, I really want to get to know these people. And so I interviewed every famous porn star, even the not famous ones, the up and coming ones that I could. Can you na- can you name some of them? Did you? Uh, yeah, I, I actually can. But I'll t- first, I want to just tell you that I, I had so much content from every single person that gave me like it blew my mind yeah my mind <laughs> oh you guys are blowing my mind <laughs> so like uh, oh that's my dick never one mind one thing that that i took away that almost every single porn star said to me was that i asked him for like advice i was like if somebody was up and coming what's your best advice you have to give them and almost all of them said be humble oh they're gonna say have a big dick no, because be humble. There's always going to be someone better than you, mm-hmm. handsomer than you, younger than you, fitter than you, with a bigger, yeah, you know, whatever than you, bigger boobs, whatever. Um, and if the, if if a producer decides to like you know blacklist you or whatever, um, you may never work, yeah. you know, ever again, even if you're really at the top tier. I met a lot of amazing people who gave me so many great stories that I was like, you know what? I want to do a solo show about this, telling their stories. So the overtime... A lot of act outs. <laughs> yeah. So the overtime gave me the opportunity to do this. Wow. I'm open it for yeah. a one-weekend run, August uh, 10th and 11th. It's called Porn in the USA. I'm super, super excited yeah. about... You, you think... Have a, you have a lot of stuff on yeah. your plate there. I do. I th- you know Look. what? I know. This is like... like I'm month. just going to write a couple of things, but I actually have a lot of things going on, but... Okay. I want to go back to the... I want to talk about that, but I also want to talk about the, the 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 Satanists and the pagans. Yeah. So, um, was there a weird vibe in the room? Like, could you feel a, a, a different type of energy when... Like, you did you... Uh, go ahead. You know what was interesting is when I did this show, opening night, I knew that many of the people in the audience there were late shows i believe there were 10 30 performances both nights oh the witching hour yeah <laughs> that <laughs> these people you know how you can feel it okay you're comedians of course you're gonna know what i'm talking about the um the energy that you feel the bounce back that we you know we surf energy when yeah. we do stand-up comedy oh definitely i felt in the audience that everyone in the audience knew the w- knew what was what I was talking about and probably knew way more than me. Oh yeah. mm. And so I was going to do this like musical theater. It's, it's a musical. So I was doing this musical theater retelling of, of something of the occult and of, of Crowley and what his life was all about and what he promoted and what he accomplished in a small amount of time in a quote unquote entertaining way. But I did feel that in a way that I don't often feel. Like, I always feel like when I go on stage, I'm going to tell everybody things that 90% of the audience mm-hmm. doesn't know anything about. Yeah. With magic, I felt like the moment I walked in, actually, there was a camera that I could see, you know, backstage, everybody who's in the audience. And I'd be like, 
that guy knows, <laughs> that guy knows, yeah, yeah. you know, because some of look. them were actual witches, you know, some of them were uh, from the Church of Satan, uh, definitely <laughs> people from the OTO, because uh, they came up to me after O-T-O. the show. Hey, um, l- so let me ask you this question. Were they annoying as Christians? Were they trying to convert you? No. No, they were mm. not. Okay. No, they were not. But you know what's really interesting? Like I do want to tell you a story. Okay. Uh, when I met two of the uh, folks from the OTO, three of them, folks from the OTO, we yeah. met We met at um, <laughs> Candlelight Yeah. Uh, over a wine, and I was like, you know what? Tell me what you know. I just interviewed them. Tell me what you know. And the main uh, person from um, the OTO here in San Antonio, she came in with her child. Wrote this, you know, and she's like, "Okay, we're gonna talk to Jade. Go over there on your iPad and go play." What? And I was like, "Oh, cool." You know, he was just playing on his iPad, and she started explaining to me about sex magic, yeah, and how like in um in their worshiping Egyptians used to practice that. Is that so? The the worshiping (laughs) the worshiping ceremony, uh, sex is performed because you want to get you know the energy from the other side and all that sex magic is a thing and at one point after she explained the whole thing to me she goes my son over there is a product of sex magic as a matter of fact and that's when i knew that i was like i am so excited to do this you know this whole yeah coverage of this topic was very exciting for me right so i know it would excite you that's a whole other so conversation. So sex magic. Okay, is it like Rose? So that kid was Rosemary's baby. Is that what she's saying, or what? No, the, what she the was saying that her son was uh, a part of the. Well, th- their um, religious ceremony is very much like uh, like a Catholic ceremony. It's very ceremonial, but it is completely oh. different. Yeah, it's not like a Catholic ceremony. No, because uh, it tells us st- because it, it tells a story every okay. time they do it, and the the priestess, which is one of my favorite characters, is nude. During the during the service, as a matter of fact, I actually went to a non-denominational service recently. And when they went up and started talking for a second, I was like, why they have clothes on? (laughs) Because I was so used to that. I was like, oh, wait, I'm back in the world of Christianity. I got it. I'm up to speed. Okay, this this is going to make the conversation weird. Hmm. Uh, So like that's what I the sex magic I heard about. Yeah. And I heard that. There was, uh, like, the Catholic priests who were doing it weren't really Catholic. That they were actually practicing occult and sex magic. And that through the bottom chakra of the child, that they were able to take their energy. That that's what they were doing. Well, where, did you, where did you get that info? Exactly. Uh, just internet sources. No, that's <laughs> that cool. And that's very important. Saw it on a movie with Johnny Depp. Uh, I'm just, I, I can't. I don't know the exact. I'm just saying stuff that I've maybe read Mia or seen. Mia Farrow. I saw Mia Farrow, and I was like, Yeah, yeah I totally like understand what's happening now. I, like <laughs> no, no, I'm not. No, I'm just, yeah. I'm just messing with you. No, what's interesting is that there's so much misinformation about Aleister yeah. Crowley. There's so many, like for instance, a lot of people don't realize that. Um, like Satan and the devil has really nothing to do with what Aleister Crawley was teaching. He was just a really big g- uh, guy who was good at promotion. Yeah. And so he would do the opposite. You know, yeah. r- remember you're talking about Victorian times. You're talking about yeah. Edwardian times. Yeah. So where he was like just trying to get, you know, attention for the most part. Yeah. And while he was searching for enlightenment. Going against the grain. You go exactly. Going against the grain. He inspired over time. He died in 1947. But he but inspired he? 
<laughs> the uh the the 60s yeah. which was all about you know uh free love uh right, free yeah. will you Those know and so to this day i mean you look around you there's not one person who is not living the idea of free will and that is what Alistair Coley was teaching. So and he predicted that this would happen. And so I really hmm. wanted to capture that in the show that like, you know, oh, he's demonized by yeah. so many people, but he's demonized by the standards of Victorian and, and Edwardian But a lot times. of stuff he was doing was like, wasn't that from like the secret schools of I Greece and, and that they, uh, the turned. secret schools of like that they had uh, in Greece before they had the, the not Illuminati, but Freemasons and everything else. There was like secret schools that they had and they would teach a lot of that. I got that from Mark Booth, uh, uh, Secret History of the World. Uh-huh. Yeah. He he, he was... And uh, they talk about sex magic too in that one. He was with the Golden Dawn for a little while, which is um, another like secret like organization group. But then he left to try to develop his own mm -hmm. style. He's his own Jeet Kune Do. He wrote all sorts of his own books. So and he would go around the world. Hmm. He was a mountain climber as well, so he would be doing that. But um, he, he was writing his books and developing his own uh, ideology of what he was meant to do. He was trying to get closer to... The source, the so energy. You're, Enlightenment, you're one, your one person show is basically trying to find uh, understanding and trying to help people understand. S so, what has already come to pass? The subject, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, um, the, the so do you think there's any like again to humanize him? I guess you could say, right? Yeah, yeah. Was Bring him down to a level a that's not so like monstrous. You know, was he a dark energy, or do you feel he was more like a yin yang, like all of us? Like he's just more in tune with it. I'll tell you what I I really to answer your question I I in my limited research I and with the amount of time I felt I had because I'm still developing the show I felt that the more I learned about him the more I felt like I understood him yeah. like as a person I was like this is so something I would do during those yeah. times or this is so something I've already said in my past yeah. or I totally as we said before I understand where he's coming from. Like, so, yeah, I mean, uh, to answer your question, dark energy because of perhaps the bitterness he felt when he was growing up. He really hated Christianity uh, after his father died, and he really disliked his mother, and he wanted to just do something completely, as you say, against the grain. Um, he wanted to try something different that he knew wasn't working anymore, and eventually we saw the end of that Victorian edwardian philosophy um so he was just like a pioneer so i would say like very both you okay. know no i wouldn't say dark for like he but was no but he person. was in tuned with the dark side of himself i would say so you know because what I mean? where people are like no i'm of the light and it's just like well, it was a we're, we're all yin and yang yeah he was he was one of the most truthful people of his time mm. because he was like you're dark and you're also light you know, don't make a Mexican joke no, about no, that. <laughs> but it's like it's he saw both <laughs> and he was honest with both. Yeah. And he was like, let's do this and, and let's explore this. And that's what I think he was all about. There's just so and then it got much to explore. So do you think his teachings, whatever, got kind of convoluted into this like Satanism and, you know, and the, the press rituals. had a lot. The press had a lot to do. They called him the wickedest man in the world. The Baphomet. The, mm. pr the, the press had a lot to do with the demonization of who he was. Um there was a, 
the, the end of his life was very interesting. He, s- this one person sued him for all sorts of stuff, and he needed money. He was a trust fund baby back in the day, and he, he ran out of money, basically. And um, he went to court to fight this case. He said, oh, it's going to be it's e- it's easy money. You know, yeah. I'm going to get money from this settlement. And when the when the judge looked at all this crazy stuff he had been doing that had been documented, they were like, this guy is so wicked and so horrible. Yeah. He lost the case. And these are the last years of his life. And this is kind of like what we we're talking about, how people come up to us like fans at the end of the night. Yeah. You know, a woman came up to him. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, Alistair Crawl, you're a terrible person. And she came up to him and she goes, I want to have your baby. Was you, she a witch? You are brilliant. I don't think so, but she was a follower of his. Yeah. Dude. And he, they eventually had a child together. And yeah. that child was, towards the end of his days, was, was George Bush. Truly <laughs> the only person that, like, I, he, I, th- I think that child helped him to grow as a, mm. as, as a person. Okay. And I'm talking on the level of how we can get so involved of what we think we have to accomplish in this world. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you stop and you have a human experience, whether it be with a family member Mm -hmm. or a relationship or a life experience, an illness, um, I think that child had a lot to do with him uh, growing up in a a way, you know, and and unfortunately he was, you know, he didn't last much longer. He died soon after that. How old was he? Oh, 74. I believe and the kid came out cool hundred years old. <laughs> yeah, 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 the kid was cool the kid yeah. as I understand Yeah, that's the way I use my medical terms. So it was like cool, right? Like yeah, very very <laughs> medical <laughs> like he didn't have like any of the you know stuffs But when you look at like Mega from dream. the beginning to his end of his life, I felt like uh, he was just a really good um, s- a Study for myself, you yeah. know to, to make it theatrical to make his life kind of like come alive. Yeah, well, you did a lot of investigating and more than you maybe you thought. Uh, maybe, yeah. And I, but I still have so much to to learn. And taking all of the stuff he did and yeah. learned and doing that, thirty you minutes, know exactly an hour. Where I am getting it into like you yeah. know, not even that, like seventy minutes or something. I like how you said riding the wave because I've told him that I feel when I go on stage, especially my best sets, it's like a I'm nervous, but it's like a ball of energy that that's we forming. Use, we use, and I as soon as I get on stage, I'm like, bah, and I unload it, exactly and hopefully I get that is. back. And then it's just tennis or ping pong ba, ba, or ba, surfing. Ba, ba, he says he doesn't feel that. Ba, 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 ba. He doesn't feel anything. I jump the shark every <laughs> show, dude. <laughs> George no, Anthony really doesn't feel. have any feelings, ladies feel, and gentlemen. Don't he don't feel, feel nothing. He don't feel that at all. He doesn't take his sandals to the beach, bitches. <laughs> uh, just to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can see your feet. It's okay. Yeah. I'm looking at them. They're gross. There's oh, only yeah, like yeah. two toes. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> it's the They're outside the ones, though. <laughs> The outside one so he can balance. You fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> the underworld wants him back. Gross. Yeah. No, I have a little flute I play and she. He's fantastic. Pan, yeah, yeah. Got little horns and shit. That's Stupid. awesome. I have a seashell necklace in my bag. <laughs> Put it on. <laughs> I'm, I'm a hipster. Uh. Okay, so. Yeah. I wow. want to talk about comedy because I don't get around you people that often. Okay. Sure. okay. Let's talk about comedy. Uh, okay. I want to talk about comedy. Let's talk Let's about comedy. All right. So I'm going to start. Oh. I'm a lady, did see, I am. Did you, <laughs> did you see uh, Nanette? No. It's, Nanette. It's, on, it's not it. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's truly a work of its time. One of the funniest, but not in a funny way, 
Is that New York Times Genius. that said that? Spe- I don't fucking know. Everybody's like, "What are we talking about?" It's, it's a comedy special by an Australian. First of all, uh, let's talk about Netflix. Woman, right? let's talk about Netflix. This thing, this thing of Netflix. And I hear a lot of fucking people complaining about it, how it's ruining comedy, and it's in what way? Because they're putting out. Well, this guy had a really funny tweet. He said, uh, "His name was Fahim Anwar. Uh, he's out of late, but he said uh, there's 47." Specials dropping on one day on Netflix and one oh, day forty seven. Wow. Yeah. He goes, "Oh, I'm so glad Netflix finally put a date on the comedy bubble." And I was just like, "Oh, that was perfect." They had the special out right or now. The bubble it's to called, burst. It's called I the fucked 15 up his tweet. minutes. Say it's, again. Say again. It's a special where comics do fifteen minutes. It's a showcase. Okay. And it's a Netflix special. Okay. Comics. And the next special they're going to come out. Each comic does five minutes. There's sixty comics. Uh, I don't know. Uh, no. But no, it's. Do, do you think? Do you truly think it's ruining it, or is oversaturation, or what? What are your what What are your thoughts? You know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna be the devil's advocate for. Uh, here we go. Here we go again See? with See? Satan. Um, that there are so many people. It makes me so sad when people like you know they're not old, young people, or maybe even older people come up and say i've never been to a comedy show before yeah and that tells me that they don't even understand how it works like mm-hmm. what the art form is yeah. and the fact that you're using words and you're using ideas to ride the wave i think of musicality in speaking yep you know a lot of people don't agree with me on that but i think no, that's I why think comedy is, is absolute absolutely it's important and I think if people can get just a gist of that on TV on a big screen, that's like a good like you know just uh, appetizer, yeah. like you know, um, and so they can be inspired to come to some place like the Blind Tiger and enjoy like that live experience. It's but it's something, is what I'm saying. It's yeah. something. Uh, people just don't. It's such the opposite of music because music they can be it's like oh overproduced studio, and you see them live, they're like oh shit man, these guys' voice is cracking and shit. But with comedy. It's like, oh man, that's 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 a pretty good uh, clip I saw, or a pretty good, uh, you know, little s- segment on whatever. No, and you go see them live, like holy shit, it's, live! It's the mu- energy is so much it's more music palpable. Like it is, like like jazz. You know what I mean? Like there's a there's a rhythm to it. You know the way you say phrases or words, inflections. You know, okay. uh, the writing, of course, is the most important thing. But I know you've heard me say this before, but I totally believe this. Um, the Angela Lansbury thing I always say the <laughs> that Angela Lansbury the actress once said the difference between film and uh, live performances is that, is that in film you see the scene and it's always going to be that way yeah but in live performance the the what happened between the performers and the audience members that will never happen exactly the same no. way ever again you'll never and that's the magic that's the specialness yeah. of like being on stage and a comedian like delivering a joke and a heckler says hey you suck and they slam them down with the comeback that makes the audience go nuts that yeah. is like watching an olympian or you know they athlete. date them after the show oh my god george anthony you move in with him i don't think horrible it's person really teach him a lesson there it's not ruining <laughs> comedy because Take me out. They, they probably said the same thing when Comedy Central came out. Oh, they're going <laughs> to ruin comedy with all the stand-up they're I playing. I doubt out. it. I think they're when Comedy Central came out, they were like, were fucking finally a format that's just for comedy. We'll get a bunch of guys. They'll get a following. You know, that's totally for comedy. Netflix is not only for comedy. And Netflix you got to think comedies. I mean, for as far as mass consumption, stand-up, it's like, what, 40 years, And it was a lot old? more TV shows. Young there was a lot more TV shows as far as, like, the man show and, like, other like programming where right. then, and then a special 
a half hour was like, hey, this is coming out. We're gonna have six people come okay. out. Okay, well, how much does it come? Season. How much does it come down to people not focusing on their own work and being like, why are they getting that? It's like, who cares why they're getting that? Focus what do you mean on your by own. That? What do you mean by that? People. Like we all do it, we all do it. Just people complain because they don't get what other people get, and instead of focusing on their own work, you know, instead of writing another funny joke or or putting out a a podcast or creating something themselves, they worry about what other people have, and it infuriates them because they've been doing it X amount of years and they haven't succeeded. And is Netflix ruining comedy? I don't think it's ruining comedy at all. I don't. I I, mean, I don't. I don't think it's ruining comedy. I don't think the funniest comics are on it. But I don't think it's ruining comedy. That's fair. That's fair. But you know what? I don't think it's ruining comedy because there are some people who will never, ever walk into a comedy club that can at least appreciate the art form. What would be sad for me is that this art form, stand-up comedy, the last place where true freedom of speech happens goes away or diminishes because you know you have so many things like you say music where we can tune it up just the way we want it so we can sell it um television they put in their laugh tracks and they laugh whether you think it's funny or not stand-up comedy you is it you cannot lie in this art form you cannot people you these people are going to laugh or they're not going to laugh and that is real yeah so like if they can see how the art form works even if they never come i think that's a good thing it helps it stay alive if that right. makes any sense i don't know i don't and think it's, it's just gonna thing. keep growing because what they say well there was the 80s boom you should have done it in the 80s and then the 90s came comedy centers like well i mean there you should have been here in the mid 90s that's when it was crazy and then 2000s you had uh what's it called uh more comic view you had uh competitions i agree with stand-up competitions like, mm-hmm. and now this decade you got netflix and people mm-hmm. coming off Maybe that the YouTube. Whether we like it or not, this is our generation, and it'll be something different in ten years, and it'll be different in forty years, and we have to embrace it. I'm glad I'll be dead by then. Because it's our time period. Okay, you you don't necessarily just gotta keep digging your own path. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You don't necessarily embrace embrace it as far as like, well, well, I maybe didn't mean it this way. Like, oh, they're doing this type of style or this now. We got to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't have to shake it in the mic. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Oh, you gotta cut anything. that out now, and then you just chew ice in the mic. Don't you need do some that. Some expensive milk all over this mic. <laughs> 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 don't, don't even go there. Does he have expensive milk in his fridge? <laughs> Were you fucking British now? Answer the fucking question. No. Wow, hey. really? No. So you're, not you're vegan? talking about the time you're I was vegan. I'm not vegan anymore. Whoa! Oh, and kid, you know what broke this me? This guy has such good that you didn't. You know, you just you like I'm back bro- on meat now. Mm. You know what? That meat. You know what broke <laughs> me is cheese. Oh, okay. I start. You saw that fake cheese that yeah, I was yeah. eating. It was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I used to do when I was a vegan? Yuck. For if his food got old or whatever the case, I would like, oh, these vegan hot dogs, these vegan hamburgers. I'm just throw it out to the do- straight dogs and cats. And they wouldn't eat it. Three days later, <laughs> that stuff was still there. They, they won't <laughs> eat it. They won't because it's yeah. not real. And yeah. like, and not, no, no, I'm not dissing. You know, vegan food is getting nah. Much, fuck vegans. No, no it's getting playing. much better and it's fine. <laughs> I just really needed cheese at one point. Yeah. And then after I had cheese, like, right. I was like, and now I'm gonna have some milk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was and like, they, some real milk. Oh my god! Yeah. I, but I've not. How many years were you a vegan? Three years. Though. Oh, that. Must have been like automatically. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's this all, guy's all got a lot of kids. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> 
there's, there's yeah. no, I only hang out with kids that's in comics, we so there's to, no filter. That's hilarious. We, yeah. went to, we went to eat yeah, another uh, podcast for you right there. I do one like You're that. You're welcome. You do? Yeah, Daddy No. Yeah, I, I started one. Uh, I need to follow you more. When I was, uh, when I started, bec- <laughs> <laughs> like 2016, it's just me and my, my son and my daughter, but Get I started out. when my son was three. Get out. And he's six now. So I need to check this out. That's great. Yeah. It's very interesting. I love kids. I love kids. They're nice. Sometimes. They're great. No, they're good. They're, they're truth tellers. That they are. I was working out, and I didn't have my shirt on, and my daughter comes in the room, and she goes, ew, put your shirt on. And I was like, oh, you guys, she's two. Wow. And I was like, thanks. Appreciate she has it. She taste. <laughs> 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 but she didn't have to say, ew, put your shirt on. Why you only got two toes? <laughs> <laughs> Because I, I, I did a uh, magic sex. What the fuck? You need <laughs> sex magic. Sex Don't magic. mess it up. <laughs>